<laughs> you would understand if you watch the Tomorrow World because Braden what? Tomorrow War. What? Tomorrow said, War. Tomorrow War, yeah. What did I say? Tomorrow World. Tomorrow. Fuck all y'all, man. I said what the hell I want to do. The Tomorrow yeah. War. Welcome to another super exciting episode of Critical Thinking Podcast. I'm your host, Rick the Rizzo, along with my co-host, The Mig One. And this is a critical look at all things TV, movies, gaming, upcoming creators, and whatever the hell we free like talking about. Episode 208 of Critical Thinking Podcast is brought to you by family. <laughs> <laughs> you would understand if you watched the Tomorrow World because Braden what? Tomorrow War. What? Tomorrow War. What did I say? World. Fuck all y'all, man. I said what the hell I want to do. The Tomorrow War. Starring Chris, a.k.a. Pratt. And you know what? Brayden said this to the movie. The aliens are strong, but not as strong as family. (laughs) And I told him, at the end, the guy said, we know about aliens. Because here at Farmers, we've seen a thing or two. Man, I tell you what, bro, we're here to talk about movies. I've seen movies galore in the last couple of days. I got two movies to do some freaking reviews on you. Braden can help me on those as well. Uh, saw the Tomorrow World. I didn't see Loki. War. Well, whatever. War. Well, I think about George Clooney right now. <laughs> Taking the shirt off there with Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right. <laughs> but you know, I don't got family. I got Texas. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I'm excited to be here to talk about all these movies I've seen. What movies have you seen? I've seen The Purge. Oh, The Forever Purge. Purge. Yes, sir. I saw Cruella. Oh, you did? Yes, sir. I saw The Tomorrow War. So this is going to be nothing but a review day. Yeah, I saw... I saw Gun, uh, Akimbo, and Tomorrow War. Uh, and Infin- Inf- Infinite. Infinite. I haven't seen that yet. Uh, uh, what else did I see? Uh, moving up pretty quickly on Lucifer too, though, man. I'm doing pretty good. You know, it's been pretty exciting. I didn't do no Uber in this weekend, but you know, hey, it is what it is. You know, I don't need Uber. I got family. Shut the fuck. Tis them fleas are strong, right? Not as strong as family. I'm Dominic Toretto, and I'll be here all week. Have you noticed that on on Facebook with my family? <laughs> what? Have you noticed that on Facebook? What's that? Nothing but memes. No, Braden sent me all the memes on on uh, iFunny, and I saw them on TikTok. It's like, Dom, you know, there's no air, no, there's no oxygen outside. I don't need oxygen. I got family. Oh. <laughs> and then you, of course, you did the Harry Potter one. Yes, yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> I don't need one when you got. But of course, Braden broke it. Malins was strong. They're not as strong as family. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so that's when I broke up. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> We've seen a thing or two. <laughs> yeah, admit, though, he's cut. Dude, I didn't know who. Chris Pratt or the old farmer's the guy. The old farmer's guy. Yeah, I was like, he got some guns. So check him out, man. Old guns. We got guns. But anyway, how the hell was your weekend, Rick? Well, the weekend was uh, actually pretty good for considering it was supposed to be it rained all freaking weekend. I know, man. It rained here, it rained there. It was raining so hard. My family got wet. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Uh, was it a, yeah, uh, we Friday got out at one o'clock, didn't do much, and so Saturday came around, didn't, made it a lazy Saturday, but then I ended up Ubering Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess quick Uber stories, I mean, I did pretty well for starting around seven o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, still pulled over 200. Nice. What a 50 year old man. Oh, you shit. We family. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> 
I don't <laughs> think Dom has that when people say that. No. They don't tell him to shut the fuck up. I don't know. Would you tell Dom to shut the fuck up? No. Because <laughs> we family. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, there was a new club that opened up downtown. Yeah, I remember you telling me. It's called uh, Family. Do you, remember, <laughs> you remember McIntyre's down over there in the Heights? Yeah, I remember McIntyre. Yeah, it's McIntyre. still out there. Uh-huh. Right. The one right next to it. Uh, there's drift right next to it with all uh-huh. the TVs and everything. Back yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, now there's McIntyre's downtown. Nice. At the old Spaghetti Warehouse building. Interesting. Okay. It's the only club right there in that corner, so there's nothing competing it in that spot. Uh huh. Worst spot for Ubers. Oh, I imagine so. It's at a light. Uh huh. It's at a corner. Uh huh. Everybody's trying to go, but yet you're sitting there trying to wait for your person to get in the car. I ain't here to pick up Roy. I'm here to pick up my family. And so <laughs> I, I went there like three times, picking up and dropping off. Nice. And when I was dropping off, I was picking up at the same time. That's pretty cool. So I said to him, like, I'm here for family. I mean, I'm here for, <laughs> I'm here for fam. Yeah. Who? Family. <laughs> Luckily, my, the people that I was picking up showed up right away. That's pretty cool. So I was like, all right, cool. But it was funny. is You know about the Spaghetti Warehouse building, right? No, I don't know about Spaghetti Warehouse. Uh, when it was Spaghetti Warehouse. No, I don't know about it. You know, the building is haunted. Didn't know that. Yeah, they had cameras. And there's a section, I forgot where in the building uh-huh. that it was. But they had the cameras there where all the tables were. And you would see the like tables, like the uh, chair just start shaking. Nice. And then you see would chairs just slide out. Wow. And they said people at night when uh, they were cleaning up, they would feel like something was watching them. Uh-huh. And then they would see, that's when they would see chairs moves and stuff. Wow. So I'm all like, I wonder what part of the building was. Because when I drove by like not too long ago, it was uh-huh. all boarded up. Uh-huh. And I guess they were, they had it boarded up fixing the inside. Right. And right. then they unboarded it. There it is. How many priests? Hallelujah. Which I'm wondering. I wonder if they did that. <laughs> or are you going to be out there and the girls are like, hey, quick grab my ass and there's no guy nah. back there. Hey, Bray. Bray. Tell them about ghosts. What do you mean? What do you want to know? Tell them about ghosts, fam. What ghosts? <laughs> he don't get it. He will say ghosts of what? Fake, maybe? No, no. <laughs> no, he don't get it. I got a feeling. Mm-hmm. Ghosts are strong. Not as strong as family. Exactly. steer clear from But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, like I said, it, I know it's haunted. I'm wondering if if anything happens while people are partying and clubbing in there, or is it going to happen like when they're cleaning up at night? So the guy shows up. Hello, everybody. I'm Lucifer Morningstar. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my club. <laughs> Good show, by the way. Club Excellent Lux. Show. Love the show. Oh yeah, I love the guy that plays Lucifer. He's amazing. Because uh, he's family. Shut up. <laughs> That's what this whole this whole episode's about. Family. Family. Uh, but other than that, like I said, my week was pretty good. I Like I said, I had a couple of good rides here and there. First, I was outside. I was stuck in Pearland, and then I was stuck in... Mm-hmm. I was in Pearland, Pasadena, Northside, and then I got stuck right there downtown getting three rides for six fifty. Mm-hmm. I got it like four or five times. Yeah, I did a couple of rides Friday night. I, I wound up making only about $85, but that was okay. It was slow, and I just came home. Yeah. Because I had to get up early in the morning to do some stuff the next morning anyway at 6, so I just had to take care of it, you know. Yeah, and like I said, like I said, for me, starting late, I was only three rides short of the 30 for the $30, 30 ride promotion. Yeah, that just doesn't didn't entice me enough. I know, it was only $35. That's why $35. I was all like... $35. I was just like, wow, I almost actually did the whole thing to get to 35. Like, that's lame. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, I, I sat there. I thought about it. I was like, I'll make it on the way home because I set the destination home. Nothing. And my last ride went from uh, right there off of Richmond and Hillcroft. Mm-hmm. Let me know. Uh, Hillcroft and 59 or Westheimer. Gotcha. All the way to Sienna Plantation. And then I went from Sienna Plantation all the way to the driveway with no pickups. <laughs> that's crazy. Now that's just nuts. But other than that, that was about it. Uh, like I said, then like I said, Fourth uh, of July, we just chilled here at the house because it was raining all day. Uh, I did did go. Uh, me, and my uh, my girlfriend went to uh, Cheesecake Factory because they have a brunch menu. We saw that, and we enjoyed our brunch on Sunday and. Then I, uh, you know, did some shopping and came here and chilled. And then we didn't even stay up. We, we heard the fireworks. We didn't do any fireworks. But I saw you had some pictures of uh, you and your grandson. Yeah, Brady and me were out there with my grandson and my uh, son-in-law and my wife and my daughter-in-law. My daughter. We were out there popping fire, firecrackers, having a good old time, you know, because that's what the family does. And then, of course, uh, you Psycho. Not, you're not supposed to teach them how to, you know, it looked like dynamite. Oh, we were throwing, throwing, <laughs> throwing some serious sticks. We were dropping some mortars. We dropped so much firecrackers that the, the man lady came out and said, Y'all better praise Jesus and stop shooting shit on my roof before I call Jesus of the Lord or Jesus of the fire hell on you and the police. And I was like, what? Who the police? And, and, and somebody said, that's not like Brayden. Like, who's she talking to? I was like, bitch, who are you talking to? I'm talking to you, man. Fuck you, man. <laughs> I'm going to call the cops. Call the motherfucking cops. I got them on speed dial too, bitch. <laughs> Like that shit, Braden. Boof. <laughs> hey, stop shooting that shit in my house. Ain't nobody shooting shit at your crack house. <laughs> she, she stopped recording. You got my good side? <laughs> Fucking bitch. Yeah, come out there cussing my grandson. She looked at her and shoot. Braden wanted to shoot the shit at her. I stopped Braden. I said, I know he's family, but you ain't got to shoot at her like that. <laughs> Braden was ready to take her down. Let me shoot this Roman cat on her. But we didn't do any of that shit. You know, just just fucking asshole. But the cops know who she is. She's a crazy white lady. So you have a Karen. Oh, she's been a Karen before Karen's with Karen. This, she's not even Karen. What you call her? You call her a Ken? Yeah, because she's a man. Yeah, Ken. Ken? She looks like, look like a man. <laughs> I mean, I could be ugly, real ugly, and getting more details about her personal life right now because I know who this woman is. I know her husband. My dad, maybe we know her husband, and we know the family. We knew her sons. Sadly, she lost a son to a tragic accident, which I'm not going to berate or anything about that, but I could have been real ugly that day if I wanted to, but I didn't. Especially with my grandson out there. That just kind of pissed me off a little bit. We just kept on popping our firecrackers and paid no attention. We just let her do her own thing. And keep in mind, the distance from my house to her house is like from your mom's house, not your sister's house, but the house on the other side of the street. Yes. Yeah, like, how the hell? And here's the interesting thing. We didn't have any rockets. We didn't have any things like that we were going to do. We just had a little poof. Yeah, no, yeah, nothing dangerous. Nah. And we had, the mortars were like poof, and that was it. Just a little firecrackers thing. And everything was being shot right above, right by our house. Straight up. Not shooting anything toward her. It's probably the other houses shooting shit at her. I was sitting there like, nothing dangerous, right? Well, unless y'all put it all together. Mm, well, we tried, but, you know, damn strings wouldn't stay together. Yeah, you know? y- y- I didn't do the sparkler thing? No, we didn't have any sparklers. You know, when you hold a bunch of, a whole bunch of sparklers and then you pull the one up in the middle and then you let it go down. Go, no, no, we, we, no, we didn't do that. We, uh, we did have the Roman candles and you know, they were kind of weak. It was, it was, you know, but we enjoyed our shots. We didn't do any of that crazy shit this year. Yeah, I didn't, uh, I didn't do no fireworks this year. Well, $138 with the firecrackers, but it was fun. Grandson enjoyed it. He just enjoyed watching it all and just having a blast. <laughs> yeah, no, when you want to get the good firecrackers, it costs money and it's just too much. Well, yeah, we bought a big-ass Texas thing. I mean, they had everything we wanted in there. But, you know, 
it, it was okay. It was just just for my grandson. I mean, we enjoyed lighting him. And he just enjoys watching everything else. He wanted to be around and do things too. So eventually, he's going to want to light the shit, and that's going to be going to be crazy. Here, grab all these crackers. <laughs> no, he's going to hear. Hold the black cats. You know. I know. Here, let me light this shit. What? <laughs> Don't worry, Grandpa. Won't hurt you. Why not? Because we family. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt if that boy going to light it up while you're sleeping on the couch and he's just going to throw it right behind you on the couch. That's some shit he would do. That's not some Braden shit there, right there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's what we did. We popped them crackers, man. Yeah, we popped, got them crackers. Huh? We popped them crackers, man. Like, Yeah, I'm saying. <laughs> them saltines were all over the place. Well, I see we, we enjoyed ourselves this weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was, it was a good weekend, good. you know. The rain and, just pissed me off. And then today we're both off, so, you know, this we Yeah, that's right. when we chilled out, watched the movie on Netflix, did a little play, a little basketball, you know, a little football here and there. But, yeah, I didn't get to go swimming. That's the only bad thing about it. Sorry. Yeah, didn't get to do no swimming. Yeah, it was raining. Oh, you could have swam. Yeah, I could have died, too. Electricity. Just don't have nothing metal. The wa- Electricity hit the water. I'm still fried. Chicken, now you know. I mean, just have a little, a little uchi, little, little uchi, <laughs> little uchi coochie, a little <laughs> dead. <laughs> it's like, all right. So like he left the money for the family. You're like, what's wrong with Grandpa? Why is he floating in there? Just wait, another line. You're gonna come and wake him up. Nice. <laughs> Two foot <to> clear. <laughs> Hit him again. <laughs> I'm awake. Hit him again. <laughs> Motherfuckers. <laughs> but anyway. So we spent a lot of time in the movies. I think one of the biggest funny things was is we went and saw the Forever Purge on Thursday night. Uh-huh. And uh, at first it was just going to be me, Braden, and the wife. But then Cameron wanted to come along. I was like, okay, no problem. I was able to get a ticket right next to us. And then I found out his girlfriend was going to come along, which really threw everything in the rut because there was no other seats next to us. I had to get the seat way the hell over there by itself. So I took that seat. So I sat on the E-roll with a bunch of dumbass kids. We're talking like middle school kids. And one adult, or whatever, a kid old enough to bother the tickets to take him in. And they fucked up the movie for me, just running back and forth, up and back and forth, back and forth. And I've just got finally pissed off and told the manager, just went off. And let me tell you something. I said, I can stop these kids from running. I can get on them, but the first time one of them gets me some shit, there's going to be some ass whoopings going on in that theater. And if one of them thinks of taking a swing at me, my son is behind me, he's also my two boys are behind me. One's a football player, one's also ex military. You're going to have some fatalities in your ass. On the, you're going to have a purge in theater. I said, because I ain't going to fuck with them. I'm gonna snap necks and write checks, and you know that's that's all it's gonna be done. And but I'm I was pissed off. I was really I mean I was really upset like that. And the manager said, "Well, come back to me when the movie's done. And I'll take care of you." Okay. I went back in there and we sat down in the movie, and they didn't do anything else, and they left. The movie ended, and I uh, went down there. The man gave me ten free tickets, and then he gave me uh, all my concession stand money back, and he even gave me money back for the tickets I paid. So I got everything back and then some. So I walked out way positive. So now I bought tickets for Black Widow already, you know, but I made a mistake and I thought Black Widow was this weekend. And so I got us all ready to go see Black Widow, but it's next weekend. And uh, see what happened was, <laughs> so that I, got, I got a little teasing about that. So that's how we wound up seeing uh, uh, Cruella. <laughs> so you don't have Black Widow tickets no more? I still got Black Widow tickets, but I, have, but I mistakenly thought that Black Widow was this past Saturday. And it wasn't. No, so my cool. daughter told me she was going to movies, and so she's going to see Cruella. And we said, "You really want to take Devin to see that? Because supposedly had some flashing light scenes in there. It was going to really hurt your eyes or cause seizures." There's only really one scene like that, and it wasn't really that bad. And I say he's not really going to understand that. And it's PG-13, so he wanted to see Peter Rabbit. So I got a ticket to go see Peter Rabbit with him. In the end, my wife went to see Peter Rabbit with him, and I went and saw Cruella with the fam. Rest the fam. So yeah. So, but yeah, Forever Purge. We'll get to that in a minute. Okay. 
We can do it. So uh, let's let's uh, before we get to our movies. Okay. You got some news? Just, just jump whatever news you have. Any news you have, any sporting news or anything like that, we'll get that out the way real quick. Edge will be taking on Roman Reigns and Money in the Bank. Okay. Well, we had that already said. Uh, yeah, but it's been confirmed now. Confirmed now. I don't necessarily know if – I don't think Edge is going to win. Braden thinks Edge is going to win that match. He could. I don't know. At this rate. I don't know. I don't think you take the belt away from Roman. That that whole family gig is, you know, is working. That's right. It's for the family. <laughs> He's head of the table. They must have seen Fast 9 early. Nice. <laughs> but uh, no other news. I don't have any other sports news in that right now other than the Red Sox are better than the Astros. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Got my strokes I know you do. That's why I said it. Oh, Jesus. Get up that man's tip, bro. No one gets it. Seven road course wins. You can't stop them on road courses. Okay, since we got the NASCAR guru in here, let's ask him some questions. Which organization has the most wins in NASCAR history? Hendrick Motorsports. How many drivers do they have right now? Four. Can you name all four drivers for Hendricks? Yeah, I can. What are they? William Byron. We got Alex Bowman. We got Kyle Larson. And then the king, Chase Elliott. The king. Yeah, he's better than Joey Logano. Logano out there driving by himself, fam. You know, if if Logano... He's got two other teammates. They ain't mean... You ain't know them driving shit. They must be out there on the peewee course because I ain't seen them anywhere. That's what Kyle Busch does. Kozlowski... That's what Kyle Busch does. He goes and drives the Xfinity Series just to show up the young ones. Nice. Paul Anakin. <laughs> yeah, as you can tell, this boy's a Hendrix Motorsports guy, and I'm a you know Penske guy. I'm Joey Logano all the way. He's clearly Chase Elliott, and right now Hendrix is like killing the field. I mean, they surpassed Petty Auto just recently and wins total for an organization. What is it like seven hundred? What? It's, I forgot. It was seven seven hundred some odd wins? It's ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, for all you NASCAR left turners, yeah, Hendricks is the one to beat right now. And even though Logano and a few other guys like Bush and whatever and, and uh, Martin Truex are in it, it's going to be tough for anybody else to take the take the cup with the Hendricks four drivers constantly finishing one, two, three, four. Either the past couple of weeks. Well, the thing is, either they got the car configured correct because all the here's the thing: all the cars are to run equally. The engines, everything, they all run equally. There's no, there's not ones running 275, runs one and 225. No, they all run the same way. It comes down to the driver, the technique, the pit the, strategies. Yeah, the pit strategies. When you pit, when you change your tires, and if shit happens to your car and some other jackass hits you or you get damaged or you pick up dirt and not clean air. So apparently Hendrix may have just found the at this point in time right now. They might have found the perfect running way, you know, the board of the car, the level, the wind resistance. They might have it figured out right now. They ain't going to share with nobody. I wouldn't share. And it changes so quickly. So we could be looking at the second half. I mean, shit, it could become a Logano second half or it could become a freaking uh, Kyle Busch second half, which I hope God it doesn't. Uh, I'd rather have Hendricks win than Kyle Busch. But, uh, yeah, but that's that's NASCAR. NASCAR, believe it or not, a lot of people don't find it interesting or exciting. It's actually quite exciting. Yeah, you know, these guys are just taking left turns. No, 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 no. The road courses, I mean, they're they're really – you like spin out and lose your shit real quick, uh, but they've added a whole bunch of courses like Road America, which are pretty new for NASCAR drivers. Yeah, they don't really know them too well because those are what Indy drivers used to drive those, right? Indy and Formula One, like the smaller racing organizations and stuff. So think about a car, stock car, driving this track, which is normally for an Indy car, and they're a lot bigger, and so they're difficult to maneuver. I mean, I watched some of the good drivers yesterday eat the grass. I mean, just lose it because the tires are slick. So once you hit the dirt, oh, it's over. It's over. You're in the grass or you're in the wall. But, yeah, now, 
and I wanted to say because I don't think I've ever really discussed NASCAR on here a lot is that yeah I'm a huge NASCAR guy I love NASCAR because it does take skill to drive 225 miles an hour I don't give a damn if it isn't a circle an oval a triangle a rectangle a square trapezoid octagon you got that skill because one quick wrong move you're in the wall at 225 come on man you live in Houston we drive Houston traffic we always 225 we do 225 <laughs> on a 59 yeah you drive 225 on a 59 you're going to be upside down on 69 because <laughs> it's crazy out there that's just not NASCAR that's Dodge the Rednecks that drive on the highway lifting Ford F-150s you tell me we're playing Twisted Metal on 59 pretty much <laughs> we got a lot of crazy clowns out there but yeah I mean you, if you noticed the uh, the hot Texas chick guys, I told you, the people I go to, that, that truck that has that chicken that's really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the guy, sadly, I want to just say this. The guy's driving their vehicle, whatever they were parked, a drunk driver hit them, uh, causing a few of the employees to get injured with some hot grease while they were cooking. So very life-changing injuries. Uh, so they've had to close down their locations right now until they can, you know, whatever, and recover. But they have a Facebook thing going on to help support the guys that were hurt, or females. I don't know who was all hurt, but that's fucked up. You got fucking Ubers out there, and you're still driving fucking drunk. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ, there's a reason why we're out there. Oh, I don't want to pay the $4 to $5 or the $3 it cost me to drive or ride. Okay, so you're going to go kill a motherfucker, hurt somebody injury, and your ass is going to jail now, and you just fucked your family over. And you fucked over their family. But You know what? Any drunk motherfucker out there that hits anybody, you deserve what the fuck you get. Mm -hmm. You should fry your ass. Seriously, I, I got I got no no sympathies for drunk drivers. It's ridiculous. Too many people dying because stupid ass motherfuckers too cheap or too ignorant not to get behind the wheel. Like I, I can tell you, this I do have this. I picked up a guy Friday from bombshells. Him and his son. I could smell the alcohol on him. Thought I was taking him home. I took him to his truck. Then I left. I was about to take the license plate to call the cops. I really was. I should have. His son was maybe. Six or seven. That just pissed me off. Yeah, he was a bombshells. He had a couple beers too. You picked him up at bombshells and then his son? No. Him and his son came out of bombshells. How the hell did he get into bombshells? He went with his dad. So, yeah, I'm just like, what the fuck? It's a restaurant. Oh, okay. I'm here thinking something else. But, yeah, I know you're talking about. Now everybody goes to strip club like you, Rick. We don't take our kids to strip club. No, I'm here thinking thinking Atomic Blonde. Oh, no, it's bombshells. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. Crazy, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's me getting off my rant. Oh yeah, by the way, one more thing, man. Fuck Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Twitter may think they're strong, but they ain't strong as me, cause I got family. Shut the fuck up. I got family across the board. I got family everywhere. Well, find out which family member will help us make our own Twitter, our own type of Twitter app. Family don't give family money, fam. I ain't say for money. I just said try to make the app. <laughs> <laughs> so what you got? If now? it just happens to make money. Well, be, be, well, so be it. <laughs> if it so happens to set it on fire, <laughs> drugs, you got to do shit to it chemically. Add baking soda, stir it. I don't know the formula. <laughs> anyway, what news you got? Uh, the only news that I heard was that uh, some leak, uh, they had more things spread out for about Spider-Man uh, No Way Home. Was that right? No Way Home, right? Yeah. Or- yeah. And basically, he's got like three costume changes in this one. Nice. Okay. It looks almost like the armored spider, but it's got black in certain areas. Okay. He has a black suit, and then there's another suit that they that they okay. showed too. So, so you still got the Tony Tony Stark machine with him, or what? I think so. Okay. All right. Gotcha. You know, he's so, got family. But like I said, it's been already authorized. All the mer- interesting. Can't all wait the to new, see it. Even what's his name making his return as Doc Ock. So. 
Nice. Yeah, I'm really excited for this. This is going to be great. So this is <laughs> going to be like the, the Spider-Verse part. Yeah. Spider-Ham! And Loki is really setting up for it. Cool. I have not. Did you I, not see this past one? I'm two down right now. I'm going to catch up tomorrow. I'm two episodes down. I need to catch up. I meant to watch. I'll probably watch when I go home today, but I have not seen them yet. Um, I, because I've been so busy doing other things. So I need to watch them. You're going to cry on this fourth one. Man. Tell you what, man. I've just been so hardcore on, on, on Lucifer that I just I just can't stop watching Lucifer, dude. It is so freaking good. And it's so freaking funny when the jokes come in. And when he makes comments, damn be dad. I mean, damn, dad be damned. It's like, like, oh, God. Oh, he's not involved. <laughs> it's, it's freaking hilarious. But no, I'm going to catch up on Loki probably tonight. Yeah, so you, you, you're going you're gonna to have a tear. I don't get tears, fam. You, you're going to get a tear. All right. You're going to be like, go back in. Go back in. I cry. No, I cry for family. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. But what else you got? It's, it's entry. I, don't know, I have nothing else. So, like I said, let's get to these movies. Okay. I, I guess got, we'll do the movie we everybody yeah, saw okay. first. All right. We both we both saw The Tomorrow War. That's right. For, and then I saw Guns of Chemo and I saw Infinite. Uh-huh. And we'll go ahead and, and you We got, saw Cruella. You know, and we saw Forever Purge. Forever Purge. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's do the Tomorrow War since we saw that one together. Okay. All right. All right. All right. We'll get Braden's input on this too since he saw it. Now, I saw it. I knew it was coming out this this past Friday, and I said, I'm going to check this out. I saw the trailer too, and I wanted to see it. I thought it was pretty exciting just from the trailer. Yeah. There was a lot of plot holes in it, but the way the action and the way it went through, it kind of just kept you... I just even when if you try to unplug your brain and try to like, hey hey you can't be I was like oh wait a minute this is interesting this is getting because they actually my girlfriend instantly was like the part where they were like oh why are they sending them in, like they come to the past and then I was like well if they go to the future then they screw up the people that are born within that time frame and then if they die they're not going to get born so they're not going to be in the war and then all of a sudden. They answered her question right after we thought about that. She thought about it. Mm-hmm. And they're already checking their future saying, oh, you're going to die. Like, they know when they're going to die. Yeah. And they then take they, the guys that are dying. Yeah. You have to be able to die. Because yeah. we're not going to take people that are gonna, could die and then you can't have people in the future. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Well, that kind of fixed that right there. And then the other part was, is like, like I'm just giving the kind of like the negatives out of it. Mm-hmm. And then they go, I'm like, well, if they're coming back to get us to go fight the war, well, then won't they come back and let us know when they're coming so we can prevent this war from fucking happening? You know what I'm saying? It's like instead of coming and taking us to killing more of us, going back to the future, mm-hmm. going to the future to fight the war, why don't they just come back? Look, this is what we got. Try to see what y'all can do. To stop it from happening, but we'll get to the end of the movie when they did stop it. Well, you got to think about that. Whenever come back to get us to go forward to fight in the future, they weren't thinking. They were thinking they were just probably. I think more or less it was like a sacrificial lamb type thing. They were just throwing bodies out there to keep it busy so the R team could figure it out. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Is I get what you're saying because it makes no sense. Well, why not try try to stop it now before it actually happens? Yeah, put the resources. But they didn't know anything about that yet. They didn't know that point. They were using the, their R&D in the future to try to figure out how to stop it, then get the key back to the past. But the only way they, to do that was to keep the, the enemy occupied, which means <laughs> sacrificial lambs. But then the other thing was that came to the mind. I was, like, I was like, well, why don't you make more transport to bring people back and forth to the future? They only had one. Mm-hmm. And they were all like, well, we only had one. And it's made out of, you know, we did it, barely made it. And I'm like. When you came to us now, why don't you use our resources now to get the stuff you need to make the new one so you don't fuck it up? <laughs> True, but you also have to understand that they were in a time crunch in the future as well. I mean, because they were jumping from one point to another point. 
So the same point to the same point. So you keep on going back to that same point. Eventually, it's going. You're moving forward, so you're going to get to the end point here. So there's no place to jump forward. Yeah. But so I understand the whole yeah. time yeah. paradox moving forward. Yeah. Well, still, they could have made some other jump points. Is what I was saying, basically. No, they couldn't have. They couldn't have made the other jump points. They didn't have the. Uh, I know what you're saying. I when know they what you're came trying back to say. here. They could have make one and carry it to go to the future and plant it so they can use it. Maybe, but they didn't have the people that came back in time to save to get us to go back to the future were military and they weren't prepared to. In other words, the right people didn't come back <laughs> to help create the stuff to go back. Those people were busy trying to find the disease. You okay? I know what you're saying. So it's like. You and me are the military that came back to help train. Brayden is the brain who created that shit, right? But he's still in the future trying to figure out the cure so he can send the cure back to us so we can stop it from happening. Those people didn't come back is what I'm trying to say. They sent the dumb grunts back and left the smarts in the future. You think, and you think, the smart people that came back to make more jumps and make, you know, exactly, which they didn't. Or, like, the, or the smart people could have said, here, give this to the scientists Or the people there. were already fucking dead. But, or the technology that was needed to read. Who knows? That's a loophole. Like yeah. I said, there's a big loophole. These are, these are like the little bit negative. Other than that, be, besides the whole, you know, those little plot holes and everything. They try to, exp- they try to give that, well, hang on. They try to justify what you're saying that couldn't happen is because both times are still moving forward. Mm. So an attempt to do that, you wouldn't ever make it back to where you needed to be. That's how they were trying to get around that. But go ahead. But anyways, like like they said, time time travel is not like Back to the Future or Hot Tub Time Machine or uh, <laughs> no 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 it's not. So like that's that. the whole thing, and they even tried. They kind of like tried to go what the Avengers was saying, like time travel was or whatever. But it was weird. And then what's kind of funny is that you sit there and you're watching them. And they come back, and then all of a sudden, all the all the whole world finally gets together and says, "All right, we're gonna send all of our people over there. We're gonna do good, and we're gonna do all this mess and yada yada." And then at the end, spoilers, he comes back with the toxin, mm-hmm. and they have the right way. We gotta go. We know where they're at. We we know we, we can stop them. We know how. To, how do you know? How come the fucking government don't want to? Oh, now we're gonna debate this shit. <laughs> government kind of pissed me off at that point. Like I was like, "You were okay with it before." Yeah, but you, you no, jumped way too far, man. <laughs> you done missed the whole shit in the middle. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, this stuff I can argue it. that with you. I'll argue with you toward the end. I'm not going to argue for them, obviously. Fuck the government. Do just some stupid shit, you know? I just started thinking about this stuff right now. You well, know, think but. about it. They said it perfectly, too, during that argument. What happens? They got to sit around and discuss what they're going to do. They always got, everybody always got to sit around and the higher ups, and this is in every fucking movie, they got to get around and discuss what we plan on doing. While they're doing that, real people are fucking dying. Mm-hmm. They got to plan rather than do the action. Do the action rather than make it. Sometimes it's better just to carry out the fucking goddamn thing rather than wait to make a decision on the but, shit because too many people die. Well, yeah, that's what, uh, what's the name said? Uh, the farmer's guy, the farmer's actor. Yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, you see the thing or two. Simmons. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, he, he flat out was all like, oh, yeah, we could do that. We could wait. He even fucking threw that out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And he was right. I mean, this is what I'm telling you. The government's ridiculous. And, how, and of course, typical government. Well, uh, as soon as we found out that was the situation, we went ahead. I I, I alone, I said this. And yeah. I, I wanted to shoot his ass. Oh, uh, yeah. But anyways, uh, I digress with all the, the negativity. Let's get to the good part of this movie. The good, the good of the movie. The beginning and the end. The beginning. Let's <laughs> It starts off with, uh, and it starts off with like showing the mid mid jump, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it comes to now the future. You know, you kind of go a little bit further in the past when it happened, and it shows them in the soccer field, and then you see the field happen. And yeah, but before out. that, you're, you're digressing. I mean, you're going too far. You forgot about the Chris Pratt story. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Hold on, I'm, I'm getting to there. I'm just saying that's what you know. That's when uh, you kind of that's when they're in the soccer thing and that happens. While that is happening, but as it's gonna happen, that's when Chris Pratt and you're seeing his story now. Mm-hmm. You're seeing him not getting the science job. You find out he was in the military. He mm-hmm. was also science guy, and you wonder why they don't talk to his dad. But you find out a little bit later, mm-hmm. uh, and then ends up he doesn't get the job. And then they're watching the TV, and what I said happens. Well, you know, the Netflix thing right there is kind of like, it reminds me like they cheesed and stole a little bit from freaking uh, Gerard Butler. Uh, what is it? Not London, not Olympus. What is it when the president, the eagle has fallen? What, the last one? Angel has fallen? Angel has fallen, where uh, basically Gerard Butler has to run to his dad to get help. Yeah. And they're both probably military, and they're both estranged because the dad left the family because of the stuff that happened to Nam. Hence, I Simmons here as well, and of course, just like Gerard Butler's character, Chris Pratt was also military and a badass. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, so we're cheesing. Okay, we're stealing from there. Okay, okay, I'm with you. Okay, <laughs> I see the similarities. Okay, okay, I got you. And then it kind of goes where they did the the draft. You all know. You got to remember, he was in school teaching the kids. No, he was they, teaching they, kids. They the, that, that plays an important yeah, part. That plays important because you got the one kid like. We want to talk about volcanoes, volcanoes. I was like, this got to come up something later in the movie. Yeah, you think oh, they just they're just cheesing him because he's want to talk about volcanoes is just a way to segue. But you know, you could tell it's that's foreshadowing. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, that's exactly. a foreshadow that just came out of mm-hmm. nowhere. You know, because you know, uh, Captain Obvious here. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah, so that shit goes down, and then then he gets drafted. Yeah, then they find out through his DNA and all the whatever shit they did, which was kind of cool. They found out when he died. Yeah, so you're perfect. You meet the requisition. What? <laughs> so it's just like some shit you got a daughter yeah so we just know who to give the million dollars to what the fuck good million dollars gonna do if the world's dead in a couple of years true I mean shit and then he goes and the wife doesn't want him to go obviously let's we, run let's run and even though they said you run you die mm-hmm. you know they're gonna, we're gonna kill you and so they have to find a way to get that off so who does he go to Mr. Simmons cause he's seen his thing too yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go to his dad, see if he can take it off. His dad, I think, said he could take it off. But mm-hmm. They get into an argument, you know, basically because the dad said something, you never need anything from me and whatnot. And he goes, you're never there. And again, the whole Gerard Butler storyline where he tells the dad, you just quit because you're a coward. And the dad's like, the shit I've been through, you wouldn't want me around. And you know, they Talk pretty about much, family. Yeah, that's it was family. But anyway, pretty much the same shit, you know. You know, he had Vietnam flashbacks. He couldn't handle it. He was not the right person. When he came back. He was an asshole. He couldn't deal with it. He didn't want to be around his family and ruin them. Uh, he left. And so Chris Pratt hated him for that. So then Chris Pratt walks out. Decided not to do it. Decided he's going to go ahead and do this. That's when he meets his buddy Charlie. Uh, finds out. Him and Charlie figured out together that the only people being chosen are the people that are going to die. They figure out the one guy in red who's hardcore. That's how they figured it out. He has cancer. Yeah, because he volunteered to go back constantly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just funny how everybody looked. Women dressed up, professional women, everything else. And uh, I was like, I just started laughing. Like, that's what, crazy. What's funny is that you, they said that they know they got drafted. Mm-hmm. They gave them 24 hours mm-hmm. to go get your affairs done and then go in. And yet they still didn't come back, like, ready to go. They just came in their suits. And- yeah, that was that was crazy. And the thing is, they went only for seven days yeah. a week. Life expectancy is not even a week. Think about that. Your life expectancy going back to fight the White Claws was all of 
hours, not even a week. You don't even survive mm-hmm. a week. And the ones that did come back, you saw missing hands, missing legs. Mm-hmm. The guy sitting there, you know, just shake, can't even talk. So you know it's some shit. Yeah. Oh, and, damn. and then, like, you know, when, when they were sitting there about to do the jump, mm-hmm. and they got all the people there, they're about to do the jump. And then they said, uh, what do they look like? Well, if I show you a picture of it, you know, you wouldn't want to go. Exactly. <laughs> and it's like, well, that bad, huh? <laughs> and then that one lady's like, well, you just say you don't have a picture. Just lie to us. Don't yeah, that would have been better truth. next time, yeah. <laughs> and that lady was from uh, 24. She was Jack. That was Chloe, 24. <laughs> so when I saw her, I was like, oh, okay, cool. She's going to play a pretty decent part in this movie. Wrong. <laughs> but uh, when you look at the yeah. creatures, they look like a messed up cat. Yeah. With two tails. They can shoot spikes. I told Brayden, that looks like Mewtwo. Roided up. <laughs> with some bad teeth. <laughs> bad teeth? Yeah. Not teeth. Because he was white. <laughs> but yeah, always be, I'll be white race trying to wipe out the human. <laughs> but yeah. That, so they go back and they hit the building and then they tell them, you know, I need you to go here now. Oh, they sent them to Miami. And they wound up not going where I guess they were going to land. Well, something went wrong in the middle of the jump. Yeah, so they wound up falling on a building. They end up being released. They said five feet above the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were like way above. And they were way above. Good thing they fell in a pool. Apparently, everybody that fell in a pool survived. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everybody else, the ones that hit the building or hit the ground. <laughs> but uh, the funny thing was, the one guy was like, oh, his buddy Charlie. Hell, at least Will Smith ain't here to see this. <laughs> Started laughing like dumbass, and I'm like, man, Chris Chris Pratt can take a hit because yeah, he went fell in the water, mm-hmm. and then he got hit in the gut. Yeah, I saw that in the water. Uh huh. It's like, oh, that sucked. <laughs> but uh, then he went all he went all military mode after that. It's like, yeah, you know, we got a search and rescue now, and so he's like, I got control. Let's go this way. And it's like, and what the black guy tell him? Oh yeah, we're no, we're team not eating. <laughs> you gotta keep your team alive of course you know nothing goes as planned nothing ever goes as planned they gotta go it was supposed to be a fight to things and now they're there to go save and rescue a research team and when they get there they're strung up hanging like freaking animals from predator <laughs> like hanging from trees i'm like what the fuck now we're stealing from predator <laughs> like and so, shit and so they had to get all the research out of there mm-hmm. which is like uh what what that came from uh, doom mm-hmm. <laughs> and so they're getting all the research and everything now they're now this is what it is. me and my girlfriend caught this one it's it's the blue vials how many blue vials are in that cabinet yeah <laughs> everything was blue <laughs> but he said it was 12 so there were 12 together so that's how you knew what to take but still yeah i understand i'll be looking uh, what color again? Blue. Well, there's like everything blue in here so then the other two come in you, you don't want to go that way we gotta go this way <laughs> so they go through the stairs Great. So now we're doing World War Z. We're in the stairs. <laughs> They're going quiet. My girlfriend right away goes, uh, look up. Look up. And all of a sudden, look down. Ah! The black guy, shit, 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 and they got they surprisingly they got down on the floor. Mm-hmm. Not everybody, no. But they were trying to go, and they said, "All right, we'll just go somewhere where there's no red smoke." And they run the, uh, right into the red smoke. So now we're stealing from Transformers. Yes, just look for the orange smoke. I didn't wasn't my best throw. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so I'm like okay, and as they're running, 
They fight them, and they're, I don't know what the hell they were running on top of. Some, some it looked like it was beams a, or some shit. Yeah, there was, they were going over like a parking garage that has those beams where light can go yeah, in. Yeah, and a fat ass fell through it. And he fell through. Now, Chris Pat's like, oh, no, we got to get everybody. So they went to try to save mm-hmm. them, but had a lot of other people in the process die. Yeah, well, Pratt is, I understand that. Pratt's the leader that's its squad. You go, you don't leave no man behind. Mm-hmm. Unless he's he's seriously f- foobarred, but he that man was not. So any military leader, uh, whatever, would have to make that call. It'd be like for the benefit of the whatever, the right call would probably would have been to, to leave him. Mm-hmm. But the humane thing, which he said, was we're here to save people, and we need everybody we get. So that was probably the better call. In the end, he wound up losing more people. Um, but you know, it, it is the right. It depends. I mean, would you go save him, Brandon? Would you let him die? I'll go and get him. See? What would you have done, Rick? I would have jumped down and said, here, here's your gun. Here's a bomb. Good luck. <laughs> That's fucked up, man. What are you, alien his ass? Just send them packing. I'm just, sa- just saying that because you look at He didn't break his leg. No, look at me. Look at me. I'm a big guy. Uh-huh. I was a big guy. Uh-huh. You realize how much, of a, how, much, how much slower you would be running with me trying to carry me to help me just with the spraining. So you say you take the grenade? I would take the grenade and just... just I mean, what else am I going to do? I'm you gonna know what I would down. tell you to do? Never turn your fan back on family. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm being. No, it theory. makes sense. And the guy, the guy and the girl, the girl told him to go. Yeah. The girl from 24. Oh, just hopped on and be like, thanks for being bait. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they, uh, they, they held on. They held him off so they could get away. Yeah. And I get that. That's fine. That's heroic. That's a hell of a way to go. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they didn't get eaten at least. No. They got blown to bits. At least they would have, they stopped them enough, you know. Mm-hmm. But I get what you're saying about the fat guy hurt himself. But still, you know, Pratt did the honorable thing. Anything a soldier would do. Like, literally, if it was you and me in combat and if you were my family, you were just a fellow soldier and you got injured, yeah, I would probably come to get you and try to carry you out of there. I mean, that's what you do. Mm-hmm. You carry your, your, your brothers out of a, out of a firefight. Uh, but in that situation, I mean, honestly, I've been like, oh, fuck you, Rick, I'm living. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't turn my back on family. No, I probably would have told you to leave me and go. Yeah, you probably would have pushed me off or punched me. I know how you are. <laughs> I mean, I... No, I mean, it's, it was I, as that much, or I would have stayed with you and told them to go. Yeah, because as much as I can sit there, and, and all honesty, and I'm being dead serious, I can sit there and be scared out of my life, but I know I can't move because I fucked up my leg. I'm yeah, slowing you, know you down, yeah. and I know I'm, I, either I'm going to get shot with you trying to carry me, and I'm trying to shoot, and you trying to shoot. Mm-hmm. At least one of us to survive. Bro, I'm just going to pull it, just do a freaking heartbreak. You know, uh, what is it? Uh, homeboy from, uh, please let me get one more. <laughs> Put you on the slide, slide you down while you shoot, Vince Vaughn. <laughs> no, but that was, that was that was the correct move. Starship Troopers. What are you, a hero? No, sir. Just want to kill some bugs, sir. <laughs> <laughs> take that. Take that. Take that. <laughs> but yeah. So that was, uh, that was, that was a pretty. Scene, tough scene, obviously. I mean, even if you were invested into the character yet, I mean, you saw they were willing to risk their lives for the people to get away. Yeah. And what was more fucked up is they still had, uh, <laughs> they woke up in like a uh, forward officing base. And again, so what are we, Los An- Battle of Los Angeles now? What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> they woke up in the, in the Dominican Republic. Yeah, in the DR, baby. I was like, how in that... They knocked out that hard. <laughs> yeah, they, they well, shit. It was fucking. They were dropping planes. Were dropping heavy ordnance, man. Yeah. The shock alone, the shock wave. They didn't get burnt or whatever, but the wave would have knocked them out. Yeah. So now they're in the Dominican Republic, and now they're sending 
the the comic relief guy mm-hmm. and the cancer guy out on another mission. Yep. And Chris Pratt, they sent him over to, we find out, his daughter. Yeah. And I already knew it was his daughter since he walked up to us. That's going to be his daughter. I know it is. Yeah. Because the whole thing about how smart she was digging for worms and vaccines and how she was when he left, when he told her, said, this is going to be his daughter. Sure enough, when she meant Colonel, what a, oh, I'm not a colonel. It's just, that would make you, and then he figures it out. Yeah. So it was his daughter. That's kind of like a, that's where you kind of get kind of sentimental about it since he died. Didn't, but we, he didn't know about the whole running away part. Of no, he didn't know that. That eventually she told him that. Now the messed up part is, and this is where they went Starship Troopers. They decided they had to get the queen. Yeah. Cause you're killing nothing but males. So now we got to go up to the queen, which kind of Starship Troopers that we got to go up to the brain. Yeah. But they're not affected the same way the males are. It's like, oh, so now we're doing aliens, which they were, <laughs> without the extra teeth sticking out. Yeah. <laughs> and so they go, and they're trying to figure out this. Actually, they go, they get the queen. She didn't want him to leave the chopper. She had. Oh, she was going to die. Her plan for it was, she already knew right away, and I, I caught it right away, that she wanted to get this toxin made. And give it to her dad to send it back to the future so they can stop it. Well, you knew that had to be the goal because he was going to wind up going back. So you yeah. knew he wasn't going to be there forever. So there had to be a plan. Yeah. Um, and you knew either she was going to die in front of him or she was going to die, whatever, trying to save him or something. You knew that was going to have to happen too. Yeah. Because um, they were almost at the end of the point of the war in their time. Yeah. Uh, of course, you knew they were trying to figure out the toxins, figure this, everything out. But when they went in to go get her, and they couldn't tranquilize her. So, yeah, she's not knocked out. She's faking it. She's fainting. And that thing came out. I was like, oh, my God. So, yeah, they're in trouble. Yeah. And then so they finally get her into the to the crate with uh, Pratt's help. They get her out there, and they're drugging her constantly, drugging her constantly, drugging her constantly, which I also believe kind of like, uh, was it repeat, die again, or whatever, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Is, where the aliens are smart, and they let things happen. I think she put up a fight, but in the end was willing to go. To let them know where they're at. They were to at. Stop them. So they could destroy the final base and everything else. I think there was a ploy on the aliens part because even though she was supposedly knocked out, she was watching them while they were doing the, if you notice, every once in a while you were getting her view. Yeah. She was watching them. So I think it was all a scam. And as soon as she got that 100%, the alien knew. So she knew all along what they were doing. And so she knew exactly. So I'm like saying, I think she let herself get captured so they could find out where they were at so they could take down the big base. So they go ahead. They capture her. They do the toxin thing. They do so many tests. She tells them what it's doing. Then all of a sudden, here comes now that she, she screams. She yeah, but did you, I did forget to mention one part. When they were coming out of the things, out of the hole, they were in the helicopters, and those men, those males came running from the top of the cliffs, and they leaped. Oh, they yeah. They could fly. I told Brian, yeah, of course the wolf can fly. but yeah so that was pretty cool and so then when they come after when she screams i said oh yeah she's alerting them now where they're at yeah and they can fucking swim yeah they can swim i go well we know they're not like the quiet place yeah but then the dumbass brought well they did the quiet place they brought a boat (laughs) the love boat they used the love boat to crash into the facility you saw that right yeah they they brought that like how the hell did they so these, okay, so these aliens are a lot smarter than we give them credit for. Yeah. It's like, oh, shit. 
So, of course, you have the whole battle on the oil rig thing, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. The oil rig battle. And then the, that's where you see Chris Pratt trying to save his daughter. He dives in. He has the, the thing. She already got tanked with the yeah the, sp- with the, the spike. spike. I think it was, it was a fatal wound. She was yeah. not going to survive. And then you see her falling down. And you see all the aliens like, oh, they're going to eat her. Mm-hmm. And he's diving to try to save her. And he gets jumped. Yeah. So oh, it lands on the concrete. Lands on the concrete. <laughs> so he's back in. He's back in his normal time. He looks, and there's lo and behold, the comic relief dude, Charlie. Charlie, and he's, the other guy too. And the other guy. And he looks at Charlie, and he's all like, "Oh, you made it." And Charlie's all, "I hid. Mm-hmm. I hid, pussy." <laughs> so that's when he tries to tell the government about the solution. No one wants to listen to him. Uh, I mean, what he came back with, the soldier was there that trained him. And then he sees his wife starts talking, or he. This is where he, I think, knowing his daughter told him what had happened, how he left, and everything. And he divorced, and he died because of a car accident. I think because of that, that actually changed the way he did things when he went back. Well, the thing is, and I even I mentioned this to to my girlfriend, and I said all the things that he that she said that he did, that he mm-hmm. he went away, he all the. Do you think him coming, they sending him to the future and him coming back might have done that too? Because he left? Because he watched his daughter die. He couldn't sit there yeah, and watch. Yeah, that, that was the whole, that was what I'm saying. Him going to the future, doing that, and then coming back is what changed him. Because when no. he came back, he, well, was, no, no. he was like this. Yeah, he was like, like that. So I'm thinking is that what we saw him do was scenario B. Scenario A would have been he came back and he left away. Yeah. And left. That's when, you know, he would leave and eventually died. When I, so he, he came back with the knowledge and realized, oh, I got to do something else than what I thought. But he, in other words, he changed his future. Yeah. Uh, by changing the past, which is cool. And he decided to, his wife told his wife the whole scenario. And she's the one, you know, they were talking about it. And they were running the whole scenario. It's like, well, shit. What if they're here already? Yeah, we were looking and they just appeared, but how is that possible? It's like, and they had that claw. They talked to the guy with the claw. How could he be here? And they analyzed the claw. Like, well, how could he have this kind of dust from this from that? And then here comes the studios. Because it was volcanic volcanic dust. dust. You know volcanic expert? Yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) And here comes the smart kid. And there was, did you see how he was too? He's all like, well, yeah, the the blast from this time yeah. could have laptop. Laptop. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?" He explained it to him, and that's when they realized that they were here before that time, and that's when they did the scale and saw, "Okay, show us Moscow and the ice melting to this time," and that's when you see it melting like they came out from yeah. underground. They thawed out. Yeah, which is another fucked up situation. So now we got. Megatron crashing his plane <laughs> into the ice, <laughs> Skyfire, <laughs> and then you also have a la aliens again. I'm like, come on! But well, at first they just thought it was like a like a, a quiet place. It was an asteroid that hit. Mm, yeah, yeah, but it wasn't. But it wasn't. Mm-hmm. So they go ahead and they they get a team. They tell the government about it. They find out that it's at the location. And he's like, oh, you don't have exact proof. You. Da, da, da. I was like, shut the fuck up. Just give me a fucking plane and thing, mm-hmm. and I can go out there real quick. And do. He's not telling him for much. It may cost a lot of money for it to go, and he just, and like, you know, like they haven't done any stupid shit anymore. But for right. some reason, the government's not behind him on this one because they're coming back from the future. He has the fucking knowledge from his shit, and this is where they're going to be at. 
So instead, he goes to his dad and ends up, you know, he has a lot more feelings for his dad than what we, uh, than what he shows in the whole thing. Like, yeah, he was pissed off that he left, but then again, he does still love his dad. Yeah. And, you know, like, you know it's funny. We need a pilot who can fly, doesn't give a damn about the government. Or really? <laughs> you had to get that. that was coming. Yeah. So his dad gets him out there. And the interesting thing is, uh, I mean, he was out there in the snow looking for Charlotte, a la Nick Cage. And it was funny, <laughs> the future sold the future soldiers that that were still over here. Yeah, I went with him. I went with him, but they all died, so it didn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> so with, I don't know. It was like, man, did they have enough dynamite to cause that much fucking? <laughs> no, they went. They went prepped. They went with the C four and everything. They yeah. had it all. But the messed up part was, you find out in the ship that those things were being transferred. And dropped off off. by the aliens flying the ship. And so, basically, they were planet cleaner. They'll they'll divide the planet of... So, the aliens flying the ship are a lot stronger than the monsters that they... Than the white spears. What does that tell you? They're... Actually, they're more intelligent. Let's say that way. So, they're more intelligent, but they can capture them. They're able to defeat them. And they're able to breed them. Yes. So, what does that tell you about the alien the alien that are controlling the species? That they're far dangerous than the alien itself. Yeah. The other aliens. The main aliens. They just couldn't handle our, for some reason, every alien. I, you know, ever since World of Wars, you know, the diseases on this planet kill everybody. The diseases on, well, the, and they, they don't know how to fly in our atmospheres. Apparently, they crash in the fucking Arctic every time. Yeah, well, you know, something happens to the ship on the way down, you know. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm laughing. They got the toxin. They mass produced the shit. And they stab the first six they see. But there's six behind them. Man, niggas stab all those six, turn around, stab the other six. You know, we'll stab them all at the same time. Because if these motherfuckers making noise, those bitches are going to hear. Well, you think they were, well, they thought they were in stasis. You know, they thought they were sleeping, but they were not. They woke up when they heard the bitches scream. They heard it when they were screaming, and they see them blow up, and they go, it works. All right, let's do the other ones. And you realize that the the shot was like a like a gun, just like, Easy to quick load, yeah, yeah, and shoot the next one. The thing they were using was like a needle injector, like a, yeah. a, a, the injection they give you shots with. But the messed up part was, the couple of them got out. So Mister uh, Farmers and the 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 coward black guy, I can't believe, were out there waiting to stop him. <laughs> but the messed up part is when the one soldier was with him, the girl to train him walks in and finds the freaking ninety thousand pods. Yeah, like son of a, now I'm fucking aliens. <laughs> And then so they go ahead and they place everything, and then that's when you see the the cancer guy, and he's all, "I die the way I want to." Die, push the button, yeah, and kills all of them, pretty much. But before that, you saw a uh, farmer's guy pretty much fighting. Said, "I need your help here." Wait, he's calling for him, Charlie. Charlie, and Charlie shows up with the chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, dead. All right, what was the chainsaw? It was a freaking doom. yeah, exactly. But that was pretty funny, and then. They realize, he goes, well, one got away. Big red belly. The queen. queen. Like shit. So they got to go after him. That was a bad bitch. Yeah. Dude, the the dad and the son, they 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 fucked her up good. They blinded her with a pickaxe and everything else. <laughs> we have any more bullets? Yes, but we're not going to use guns. That's why I fuck it, because they ain't doing shit. <laughs> we're just going to use pickaxe, her own claw, <laughs> and the, the medicine, the poison I got. That was cool. Poison the thing leg and the thing bit its leg off, the tail yeah. off. Said, oh shit. She couldn't hear him though. But here's the thing. The other people knew it was blood. 
how the hell the step farmer's guy knew that by cutting himself she'd be able to find him? Yeah, he didn't know. She's like, sorry, son. <laughs> and then so, but that was here's the best part. Chris Pratt tackles it. Chris Pratt jumping at the monster and then <laughs> cutting that throat <laughs> and then stabbing it and throwing the shit, the poison in his mouth. Yeah. Die. Did you just tell it to die? Yes. Why didn't you say that earlier? <laughs> no, I was in there when I saw this. I was like, oh, they're going to make a part two because she fell off the edge. And I thought that's all they were going to show. I know. But then they actually show her whole plat. plat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I was like, that was pretty good. And then you see, that's where they kind of recollect him and his dad. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of it. The rest of their line, here comes a black guy. Yeah, that's pretty funny. You didn't do <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, oh, we're just going to lie here? Okay. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. And then, of course, he goes back to the family. He's the granddaughter and all that stuff. It was kind of cool. But, yeah, it was. And that's when the shitty ass, I take full credit. Once we knew it was there, we did after it. <laughs> yeah, that was some bullshit. I was like, somebody shoot this motherfucker. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, no. After the whole thing we talked about, a lot of bad, a lot of good, a lot more good than bad. A lot of plot holes. It was still a very entertaining movie. I did enjoy this one again. I want to watch it again. Yeah. I gave it a seven because I enjoyed it thoroughly. I thought it was really good. Uh, I didn't really look for the plot holes. I mean, you could tell it was going to be a plot hole, but I like the action. I like the story. I like the the character development. And I like the fact that uh, it had some comedy in there, too. Good old, not too much comedy. Yeah. But it had just enough. And it was well-timed. But the, the battle scene against the mother, had the dad and the son take on the mother, that was that was. It was scary. funny. And the comedy didn't come from Chris Pratt. No. And Chris Pratt didn't. Did he even make a joke? He made one or two, I think, comments to the little girl. Yeah. But that was that, it. That was it. He did dad jokes, but that was it. He was a military he guy. He was a military guy. He actually, that's when, I, that's when you can tell a comedic actor can play a good actor mm-hmm. because he can very versatile. Well, it's kind of like when he found out Ego shot, gave his mom the tumor in Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. He saw the change yeah. in him there. He wasn't being funny then. And when La- uh, Zandu killed himself, you know, to save his life. But yeah, but th- yeah, good movie. I give it a seven. What do you give it? Yeah, Hang I'm- on, before you go, Brayden, what would you give it on a ranking one to ten? Ten being the best. Seven. Give it a seven as well? Yeah, I had the same thing. I was going to give it a seven. Uh, like I said, I was like, at first the beginning, until I started looking for plot holes, then mm-hmm. it went from it went from an eight to a to the seven, so seven is a very enjoyable. It's very rewatchable. Oh yeah, this movie is good. You can watch it again and enjoy it again. It's yeah. fine. So yeah, that's what we get on tomorrow. War. I got two more movies, and you got two more movies. Mm-hmm. We're gonna make these kind of rapid fire. I I can do Let's these two do movies, but I won't give it too much away because I know you're probably gonna see both of them. I will tell you this. I'll, I'll make mine. Not even gonna be a short. I'm just gonna give you a quick synopsis and what I think of it. I mean, you got time. I mean, you got a little bit. Of time. Well, I don't want to give it away in case you want to see them because I want to let you do one. I was gonna do one, then you let you do uh, one. And I do one. We'll start with the Forever Purge. Since Braden right. saw that one, me too. Right. Purge one was good because obviously that was the first time we ever had a purge, and that was the first time the purge movie ever came out. Every other purge of that was ridiculous because you knew it was all about the killing on us. There was no plot. This one was pretty good. It was back to the same thing. They decided to reinitiate it again because they hadn't been doing it for a while. Uh, everything was bad in the world. We need to fix the world. And this is, we think this is how it's going to take care of it again. We can do this. We'll do this one time. It'll be good again. We'll reinstate it. So they did. Purge ended. Looks like everything's going great. Except for extremists around the world decided to call it the Forever Purge. And pretty much they were going to clean the world, America, of all white, non-whites. That's what it was. So we, we took over? No. The whites were the ones killing everybody. Oh, okay. And uh, it was pretty bad. Uh, but I knew this movie was going to be decent. And here's how I could tell you. Josh Lucas was the main actor. 
uh, his father was played by the guy from Gone in 60 Seconds, the one that hid the boy. Hid Reigns, his brother. Yeah. He was also, he's been, he was the guy from, uh, he was Chick yeah. from Armageddon. Yeah. Um, the sister, his sister was another known actress in other movies. She was like a, like not an A, but a B, a strong B. And then uh, the one girl, the Mexican girl was also a B actor. They had some decent actors in this movie. But Josh Lucas to be in the movie The Purge tells you something. Yeah. Either number one, he needs the money or the script was bad or the script was really good. The movie's going to be good. Uh, but it was good. It's basically the purge happened again, but then people decided they were going to make it a forever purge. And they were going to clear the world of brown and blacks and anybody who wasn't white. And of course, Lucas was kind of racist in the beginning, uh, but in the end, he kind of changes his ways because, you know, he's fighting with his one hand and the hand's wife, and his wife is pregnant too. It was good. It had, it was, it had some really good moments in the movie. I mean, granted, they were running around. There were some times you're like, holy shit, they're screwed. But it was decent, and it was them making it, trying to make it to Texas, to, uh, to Mexico, because they were in, oh, yeah. And it happens in Texas, <laughs> which was funny because we're about to be open carry in this damn state. And that's one thing all I can think about watching this movie. is like, this is some stupid shit. This is some fucking bullshit. This is some Texas shit happening here pretty soon. You're just giving them ideas. Exactly. But it was really action-packed. So you knew the plot. The plot was thin. This is it. Bam, bam, bam. That's it. That's all you need to know. And then you know the only place safe to go is to get to Mexico if you're close to Mexico or get to Canada because the whole U.S. is on fire. And the help they get along the way and how they get help and how they stop people and the gruesome way they kill people because they have to defend themselves, it was good. In the end, just like Terminator, the new one, Mexicans saving the day. <laughs> of course. That's right. That's what I told Braden. See? Mexicans saving the world. Saving the white man. What? Mexican told the white told that one bad guy to distranslate. Bam! <laughs> Best line ever. It's like why? Because Mexicans are family. That's right. He did it for family. But uh all in all, this one was I think is probably as good as the first one. Because the first one was a new idea, a new movie. This one was good because the acting made it stronger and it was more believable. It was about the first one though, is that the people with them crazy masks. Oh yeah. It was like presidents or whatever, they're like the plastic ones and stuff, the weird smiles. Did Rick or Morty ever show up? No. But in this one they nice. But no, they uh they had the cowboys, they painted their face and wearing like a skull type one guy painted himself like a ghost face. But the other people, uh uh-uh. they kept their faces the way they were. They were just like they had a flag, but it wasn't a Confederate flag, but it was like their forever perch flag. So there was like so that's what they, they didn't cover their face up with anything. They're out there with shotguns and, and they had army vehicles, 50 cows and everything else. They, they blew up the entire army base in El Paso. Damn. That's how, that's how, and he goes, the guys go, El Paso has fallen. All the borders now in Mexico are being, are closed now. That's how bad it was. They had to go the Mexican coyote way. Damn. It was, it's that, it's good. It really is. And the shit is really, cause they are reloading as they're going. And getting bullets. And then they run out of ammo. So the shit is. The scenario shit was kind of real. And I was like fuck. But I was, you know what I was thinking. Where's the cartel when you need them. No shit. <laughs> Where's Rambo. But no it was, it's good. I give it a six. Just because it's not a kind of movie everybody else would watch. I'd watch it again. Just to see what I missed. But it was a six. Uh, because it was a violent very disturbing type movie. Yeah. Uh, what would you give the Forever Purge? Six. Six as well? 
So yeah, so we were enjoying it. But if you like murder and people just getting blasted bits and shit and all that stuff, people arm losing arms and legs, this is a movie for you. Ah, uh, okay. So your turn. Uh, all right, uh, I'll I'll go ahead and I'll do the Infinite that was on Paramount Plus. This is the one with Mark Wahlberg, where they talk about reincarnation. Where yes, I wanted to get, see that one too. Where they get their memories back, and mm-hmm. then once they get their memories from their previous life, to then, make you super strong or whatever. Yeah, because you have all your all your gifts, all your skills, and everything like mm-hmm. that. Mark Wahlberg, he's like one of the top notch guys. He make he's a black blacksmith. He's a martial artist. He's everything. Uh, apparently, him and the, the antagonist in this one, they made it this thing called an egg kind of thing that can destroy life on Earth. And that's what the other infinite ones are. They don't want the infinites to happen anymore. And they found a way that he has a gun that shoots and he takes their souls so they can't reincarnate and he keeps them in a like a computer thing. And so he has all of them there so nobody can be reincarnated. And so here comes Mark Wahlberg. He's all schizophrenic and everything because he doesn't have his memories. Uh, the bad guy gets to him first and tells him, and oh, which is your weapon, yada, yada, yada. He grabs the thing, and he boom, everything comes back to him on one thing. He goes, the hell was that? And he grabs the gun because the guy put the gun down. He goes, ah, and he shoots, and he goes, ah, yeah, it's a trick I learned from you, and he da-da-da-da, puts it on there. And then... uh. So he sits there, and then uh, the, that's when a girl comes in. She breaks in with the she. She does a dom. She has a charger. I think no, it's an Ashton Martin, all built up to break through concrete walls. She goes through, gets in there, tells him to get into the car. He gets in the car. They take off, and there's like a whole bunch of cars. And this is where it's kind of cool. She goes, "Here, you drive." She pushes it. Looks like an infinite button, and it goes to steering from one side of the car to the other side of the car. And so he's all like, he's like, oh, that's normal. He gets off and takes off. He's driving. They get there. They get all the way. They they escape. And now they're talking to another lady. And they're, they're doing everything they can to get his memories back. And he's starting to remember certain things. There's a little electroshock going through and everything. Come to find out at the beginning of the movie, the action part of the beginning of the movie, that's the character he's trying to get back to where he put the egg. He kept on putting signs on him. Like when he was young, when Mark Wahlberg's character was young, he... He scratched up the inside of his chest saying, it's inside me. <laughs> and everybody's like, what the hell? Why is he putting it inside of me on him? And so they couldn't they couldn't get it out. So they had to go to this one guy. And this guy has a machine that can, oh, I'm really going to jumpstart you. And he goes, well, what are you going to do? He goes, you know that whole theory of flashing before your eyes? Your life flashes before your eyes? He goes, yeah, it's kind of like that. And Mark Wahlberg's looking at the machine as it's going and it's standing up or getting to the light on part. And there's water coming out. And he looks at it and he's all like, you're going to drown me? Well, yeah. He goes, I have a really bad thing about this. He goes, what? I I, I don't like drowning. And, you know, he's trying to make a joke out of it. Mm-hmm. And so they go ahead and they, uh, they put him in the machine. It goes through. He gets his memories back. Finds out where the egg's at. All of a sudden, here comes the antagonist. He's going to take Mark Wahlberg, and they, they know where they're at, and they, there's the whole fighting thing going through. And the, the bad guy, he his reincarnation didn't happen like everybody else's. His reincarnation happened the moment he was conceived, mm-hmm. and he was, he was actually, once the embryo became where you see a brain function as an embryo, as a baby, that's where he was remembering all the way till he got out. Oh, wow. So he knew himself already, and he's trying to destroy the world. 
He wants it all to end. He doesn't want this to happen anymore and everything. That's why he's trying to get this egg. When Mark Wahlberg finally really, he started learning more and more about himself as they're fighting. He likes using swords. He's <laughs> hauling ass because the guy's escaping on the plane with the egg. You see him jump on the plane as it's flying low because he has to stay below radar. He's trying to stay low. Mark Wahlberg gets high enough on a cliff, jumps up onto the onto it, and in the middle of the fight, you start seeing he destroys one of the engine with the bike because it fell off and went into the thing. And he's sitting there. Well, he has like this gift where he can stop things with his hand or his mind as he thinks about it. He just holds his hand up. He's just like this. He's just like uh, holding. You see waves coming out of his hand, and he's able to stop things. Now he remembers that. And now he's got to, he fights the guy head on first and then, or uh, he's up there, gets into the ship, finds the egg. He's going to destroy it. He goes, he's about to stab it. The guy comes up behind him, shoots him in the head with that bullet. That'd take a soul away. Mm. Mark Wahlberg falls on the ground. He goes, you don't remember? Our, the guy's like, well, everything's safe. And Mark Wahlberg stands up. He goes, you don't remember our last interview? He looks at him. He goes, that can't be. He goes, metal plate, and your bullet doesn't work. Because <laughs> Mark Wahlberg has a metal plate in the back of his head. Wow. A hair phone ring. That's weird. Anyways. And so he goes, and they end up fighting some more. He he kills them. When he said he found the egg, it was inside the other body of his original. Of the original. He stuck it in his body. Mm-hmm. So that's how the bad guy found it, because he was following him. And he goes, it's in the body. We got to go get it. And they, they kept the bodies that after they died. Nice. They have them in a freezer. And so they pulled the guy's body. They took the, the egg out and stuff anyways. <laughs> so, all in all, it gets to the end. Uh, he kills the guy. He uh, falls into the ocean. I believe Mark Wahlberg drowns at that point. Because they're in the middle of the fucking ocean. <laughs> and all of a sudden, that the one guy that... Uh, that helped him get his memories back. He comes walking in and he sees this one kid, perfect Asian kid, fighting all these people, taking all these people at once, and he, and he wins. And he's beating all like, you're looking, what the hell, this kid is good. And he comes in and he goes, he goes, oh, well, here you go, kid, I'm going to give you this sword. And then the people are like, what are you talking about? They're like, you know, it's not even signed or anything. You can't give him that sword. It's nothing. And he, all of a sudden he turns around and he goes, it took you long enough. Where are we going? And they start smiling. Let's go. And that's why it ended. That's actually Mark Wahlberg's character now. Is that young Asian kid now. Nice. That's reincarnated. And huh. they're supposed to, some way to protect the egg is what they're doing. And stuff. So, so I was like, okay. Like I said, it was kind of good. Then it gets kind of like, like I said, it's all over the place at certain points. Maybe it's going to give me a headache. It might. <laughs> Because after I saw it, I was like, yeah, I was like, I was like all into this. And then afterwards, I'm all, you're a good 5.5, maybe a 6. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's just right above our, our, our thing. It's almost as bad as I gave it, like, you know, Fast and Furious. I gave that a fucking 5. This one, I gave it a 5.5. So I gave it above Fast and Furious. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm telling you, that, that that's how it was to me. And guess how many times I had to watch this movie? That's how bad. I had to watch it twice the first time I fell asleep. Nice. So, that kind of lets you know a little bit of it. But, like I said, in a nutshell, I gave it a 5.5. You shouldn't have watched it. (laughs) 
There yes. is. What you now you got what? Cruella? I ain't gonna watch that movie now, you tell me. <laughs> All right. Cruella. Emma Stone. Again, not wanting to give away too much of this, but I can pretty much tell you this movie is like Maleficent. Uh also like uh, what's another movie where they try to take uh they take the bad per oh and wicked. Okay. Basically, you get in Cruella's backstory and how she became Cruella de Bill. And now you understand a lot about her and why she is the way she is. And a lot of it wasn't her fault. But like every person, you have decisions to make and she decided to embrace what she did. But Emma Stone plays her very well. I enjoyed the movie a lot more than I thought I would because I didn't want to see a movie about a woman wanting skin dogs. <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to but uh, had nothing to do with that she did make a comment about how they would make a really good fur coat because <laughs> she had the Dalmatians long story short uh, I'm not trying to give it away are you planning to see this movie in the theater? Uh, I don't know I was waiting until it comes back on Disney Plus okay but anyway uh, pretty much it's it's you see the mother you find out what happens in her life as a young child you see her two henchmen that eventually join her up to be her, her friends but turn into being her henchmen later in the other movie uh, you see the two people that actually meet together that cause all the Dalmatian, Dalmatians that to happen. Uh, it was very good. It was very well done. But in the end, you start feeling for Corella, and th- and then you watch what she does uh, to defeat the bad person of the movie, and you find out the bad person is kin to her. And then oh, yes, it's it's all it's all kind of funny. But you knew it. You knew it had to be, and. It was really cool because Cruella wanted to be a fashion designer, obviously. And to see her trying to upstage the woman who was the bad person, the Baroness, in the whole movie, and how she did things was so great. But I think what made this so good to me is that Cruella, is that Emma Stone just played it a certain way. And you just saw her. Emma Stone was just, like, super awesome as Cruella. Okay. And she looks just like her. Skinny and everything. And had the hair and everything. I was like, this is crazy. I mean, she looked a little bit more wicked and old in the older, the 101 Dalmatians, but you got to remember this is the prequel. Yeah. And it was good. So if they do 101 Dalmatians, I want Emma Stone to be Cruella. Uh, because now in my mind, there's no one else that can play that part. No, Ager. Yeah, she was amazing. Uh, I thought they already did a live action one hundred one. I thought they already, they already did a live action version of that. I think so, but I don't remember who did it. But I like Emma Stone better. And if they do another one, they redo it over. They need to use her and the characters. That uh, Dame, uh, what was her name? Uh, she's the one that played the the Baroness. She was excellent too. Uh, your boy from uh, Feels Like Heaven, West Virginia, Merlin. Yeah. He was in there too. He played a part. Uh, had good actors in it. The movie is very enjoyable. It's really good. It makes you, you know, it gives you little moments, little heart moments. But yeah, I give it. A, I actually gave it a seven. I thought it was very quite enjoyable. I'd want to see it again, to be honest with you. Uh, not giving a lot of the movie. Just basically, you know, it's the beginnings, the origin story of how Estella became Cruella, and then you realize that Estella really was Cruella. She just had to let her out. Uh, but it was really good. It really was. Hey, Brad, what did you think about Cruella anyway? I know you're not much of a Disney fan, but what you think about the movie? I thought it was all right. I mean, I don't know. For a live-action Disney movie about the lady from 101 Dalmatians, it was okay. Yeah, it was, it was a great movie. I, I Like I said, what was your rating on that movie? Me a five. 
a five. Yeah. So you barely watched. So you wouldn't go see it again. Probably not. I'm not. I mean, oh man, you suck ass. But you know what it was all about, man. Mm-hmm. It was all about family. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that was our uh, previews there of the movies. You know, uh, just quickly, you know, going there about uh, Cruella. I just enjoyed the movie. And then, what else do we see here? La uh, la 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 la. Ladies and gentlemen, Rick the Rizzo had to go out and take a pee-pee or a poop. One of those two we don't know. We're conjuring. What do you think? Peep or poop? I'm not even going to answer that. <laughs> Come on. You know it had to be one or two. He looked like he was walking. His legs bent in. I think he went for a pee. <laughs> America, what do you think? Did Rick go take a pee or did he take a poo? We'll know in exactly a couple of minutes as we see if he will be here. But, uh, yeah, so guys, you get a chance, go out and watch Cruella. It's a very good movie. Go out and watch The Purge, you know, The Last Purge, because that was, mm, The Forever Purge, that was something else, too. But I went excited. I'm super excited to see The Black Widow. Uh, so many movies are coming out. Uh, I want to see Clifford, too. That's going to be kind of funny. Big old red dog. It's got uh, some funny moments in there, uh, just in the trailer. I definitely want to see the new Halloween. Oh, my God. Michael Myers is just like, tripped out on this one he's like going beast mode but jamie lee curtis uh, you ain't taking no more of my family and then you know so she's going after him it's gonna be a head-to-head battle i'm thinking both are gonna die in that final confrontation i think finally jamie lee curtis is gonna get done in and but she's gonna take michael with him to hell so i can't wait for that one uh, so let's ask was it a number one or was it a number two it was a number one so i was right Braden. yes america you are right the votes tallied in 75 percent of america said you were taking a pee <laughs> did you wash your hands? Yes, I did. There we go. I right again. America, twenty five percent said you weren't going to wash your hands. <laughs> I, I have a towel though. That's fucked up. <laughs> I want you to know that I haven't showered yet. So basically, you're rubbing dirt. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so I just gave them real quick. Uh, we talked about a few things. You know, nothing big. You know, just talked about movies again. Just recapped. I mentioned that uh, I want to see Clifford. Oh yeah, that's that looks pretty cute. And I definitely want to see Halloween. Because kills? Mike Myers going on beast mode, and Jamie Lee Curtis is like, "You ain't killing my family." <laughs> so yeah. So tell us your last trailer. All right, the last one I saw, not trailer, the last movie I saw, uh huh, was Guns Akimbo. This was movie came back a while back. We saw the we reviewed the trailer, but we never got to watch it. This is the one with uh, excuse me, Daniel Radcliffe, and the guns were attached to his hands. Well, come to find out, the way the movie starts is that, you know, basically, uh, Daniel Radcliffe is like, uh, like an, a, co- a coder, a coding person for an internet company or a gaming company. And, uh, he's like a nobody. You know, just like always, he's like a nobody. He just gets up, he goes, sleeps, wakes up, he goes to work. But he's really good at is behind the keyboard. He's, what do we call those? Trollers? The ones that always hate and they can hate people like Oh, right? yeah, he's a troll. He's a troll. And he finds some guy and there's this game going on that everybody's watching on the internet. And he's kind of watching it too called, uh, I think it's called Skids or something like that. Uh, Skrillets or something. And basically it's this uh, game where one person goes out to try to kill this other person. And whoever wins, wins. And they're really literally out there killing 
And so the one girl that's winning is constantly beating everybody and everything. So, but as, like you said, Daniel Radcliffe's character is trolling, he trolls the wrong person. And the guy's like, you're an amateur. And he goes, what? He's cussing him out and everything. Next, you know what? The guy threatens him and says, look, I got your IP address. Boom, pulls it up on there. <laughs> pulls his IP address, everything. And he goes like, oh, shit. And he drops it down, knocks on the door. He's like, what the fuck? And looks and he's tripping out. And later on, the, all of a sudden, the guy shows up and kidnaps him. And the guy's like, oh, I'm not going to mess up your hands. I'm not, I'm not going to cut your hands off. And the, the fucking goon is all, well, this is my breaking hands knife. And he goes, no, just knock him out. And so he punches him and hits Dan Reckless. He's like, ow. And he goes, well, that usually knocks him out. And he punches him again. Dan Reckless does that. And he goes, ah, this hurts. What are you doing this for? And the other henchman's like, oh, the hell with this. Shoots him with a tranquilizer dart. And then you see him. He wakes up. And the guy you see in the drill going through his hand. And he they knock him out again. And then he wakes up. And he gets up out of the bed. And then he comes up. And he realizes the guns are attached to his head. He has one on each hand. 50 rounds of ammo in each gun. And so he sits there. And then he, his phone, he's all, he can't. He's trying to you know pick things up. But he can't because he has his guns attached. Which, by the time as the movie goes on and on, he's getting really good about picking up things with the guns in his hand. But he's sitting there, and you see him. He's trying to go to the bathroom, which you see more of Daniel Radcliffe than what we need to see. But I think it was fake, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Because he's trying to take a piss. He can't put his jeans on. And so, all of a sudden, he gets a message from the guy. Ends up, the guy that he was trolling was the guy that runs the game show. And so, all of a sudden, he's ver- him versus... The, the girl. And so now there it goes. She's already, she's showing up at his house. And he's like, how the fuck did she get here already? And he goes, jumps out of the window, and he escapes and gets away from her the first time. Ends up, she finds out that there's malware on his phone, and she's tracking him through the phone. So everywhere he's going, she's following him and finding him. There's a homeless guy he runs into. He hides in the clothes bin. Everybody, everybody is like saying all kind of bad shit. Like, what the fuck's going on? Why is he hiding away? Why is this guy being an idiot? People finding him on the street and they're calling him an idiot because he's running away all the time. Well, here comes the uh, the homeless guy. He gets out and he goes, see how we put on the clothes? He goes, what do you want me to do that for? You want me to wipe your ass too and everything? He's like, no. And he shows him the guns and he goes, and he goes all right. So he helps him put on some jeans because he's been running around in boxers and, a short, and shorts. I mean, boxers and a t-shirt. And uh, tiger claw fucking shoes. And it goes on and on. It's like a lot of gunfiring, got everything like that. He's shooting every night. He doesn't know how to shoot. She's like, look, they have the things on there. She, you got to relax your arms. And he shoots. And he goes, well, you're getting better at it. But come on, be a man. Just take it. Just take the bullet. He ends up going through the whole thing. There's a cop going after the girl. And then all of a sudden, there's things that happen there. Daniel Graff got lucky. Where he shot the gun, he didn't hit her, but he blew up these canisters behind, so all these flames, and she went traumatized at that point. She sat there just looking at the fire. Daniel Gradsville basically had the upper hand, could have shot her right there, but he escaped. Got to his job, got his friend to sit there and take the malware where he can turn it on and off. He goes, yeah, you have to do that. Keep working. I think it'll be useful. And then uh, the... The girl shows up, but his boss shows up first. And his boss is like one of those bosses that just like talks shit, talks down to all the employees. Mm-hmm. And he's talking to shit. And then Daniel Dan Reckler turned around. And he just went off. He goes, pulls a gun. And he goes like, don't shoot me. Don't shoot me. He goes, why do you always constantly da 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 And he, he goes, I'm sorry. He goes, don't kill me. Don't kill me. And all of a sudden you see him and his head gets blown. 
And the girl shows up to the job. And he tells his friend, as he's crawling under there, a couple of people died. The one, There's one guy had his earphones on and singing away and keep coding, and the guns are growing around him. The bullets are missing him. So his friend is sitting there, and he goes, I need you to cover me. What am I going to cover you with? He goes, I don't know. Think of something. And so the girl, Daniel, he jumps up and he runs. He's trying to run to the stairwell. And all of a sudden the girl aims, and all of a sudden there comes a Nerf dart. Boom, hits her in the face. And he goes, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. I just need to. He runs off. It's kind of funny. A lot of this stuff makes you laugh. I love everything that was happening to him. He also has a girlfriend he runs into while he has the, the guns in hand. She freaks out, shoots him in the gun because he's trying to explain it to her. But instead of explaining it to her, telling her what is attached to his hands, he shows her first and she freaks out and shoots him with the mace and runs away. And so he's going on and on. And of course, you kind of find out a little bit later, the cop that's going after is actually her father. Her father put away this guy in jail, which comes to find out is the guy that's running the the game. You find out that guy did something the when was getting back at the cop, which caused the explosion that killed her brother, her mom, but it was just the daughter and the 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 father that lived. He runs the the guy runs the cops. The cop that that was the the daughter's the father, his partner would work for the bad guy. And so he nice. ended, so he ended up killing the father. Daniel Radcliffe turned off the the GPS thing, found her. They was able to talk to her. They got a thing worked together. They put it on the film where he got shot because he had to. He put on her dad's bulletproof vest. Uh, he got shot. On live cameras, everybody's like, oh, she won again. And so they were going to kill her off, the bad guys. So instead of doing that, he gets up and they put him in the bodysuit. They put him in the, in, the, in the van and they take him to the headquarters. She follows. And all of a sudden, two guys, he goes, the two guys get in the mouth and he goes, man, I just clean the bodies, man. I'm not a violent person. I, I hate violence. Uh, but I, I'll clean up all this stuff that he does and everything. The pain is good. And all of a sudden, Daniel Radcliffe shoots through the the body bag and kills those two guys. And then that's when they infiltrate the whole building. Her and the other one. But she sacrificed herself because her dad died. She's the only one left. And they were kind of trapped. They were like, yeah, it was a mistake coming this way. She even admitted it. But she straps herself with C4. And starts hauling ass in the middle of everybody. And blows up. <laughs> and kills everybody. And does it in slow motion. Nice. Everything's in slow motion. <laughs> Matrix type <laughs> stuff. And then you see Daniel Radcliffe. He gets the, of course, he gets a bad guy. And he shoots. He misses. The bad guy is shooting bullets at him. He gets back up. And he starts running. Beats the shit out of him. The girlfriend sees him. And then all of a sudden, he throws the guy over the building. You see him fall and splat. And everybody that's watching the show, they're all happy. They're like, oh, my God, this is great. Got it, got it. And they're all happy that he won. But the bad guy also made it worldwide. So there's other factions out there that are doing the game still. But Daniel Radcliffe didn't get the girl at the end because she, he goes, it actually causes PTSD. It doesn't cause a happy ending. Sorry about the happy ending, folks, because it shows like a happy ending, but he's like he's on drugs. Nice. And so... You see him sit there later on. He's in the car. 
and you see his hands come up and you see where all the the screws and everything in the hand and he sits there and he puts he has another gun puts it in loads it up and he's actually i wouldn't doubt if they make a part two but it's him going after all the other factions nice to take out the rest of the game because some of the people still watch it but not everybody watches as much anymore because of what he's i guess because of what he exposed and so that's that's how it ended there's a lot of funny parts there's a lot of good acts it's a good good flick to watch like it's another turn your brain off kind of a movie but uh, the fact that he didn't go into space i don't give a final i don't give a fast and furious nine come on man (laughs) (laughs) he don't need oxygen (laughs) He didn't do. He, he, he didn't. He, he didn't have family. But. No, so he didn't have family. Oh, come on now. <laughs> so this one, I actually gave a good six, six <gasps> to watch this. I gave it over. Like I said, I gave everything over F nine. And Nambo was a Fast and Furious guy watching all the. Come on, I thought Hobbs and Shaw was oh, off the wall, but it was funny and it was good, rewatchable to me. He is Black Superman. But Fast and Furious, when they went into space, that just threw me. Come on, for a loop. So, but Guns of Game, I'll give it a six. It's rewatchable. Uh, you have my Amazon Prime account, so you can have a chance to check it out. Will do, man. Will do. <laughs> so, I mean, it's something different. I guess that's what Daniel Radcliffe's doing. He, like, a lot of the movies that he was doing after were, after Harry Potter, he's just trying to get away from the Harry Potter. So, he'll do anything. Yeah. Shitty or good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. You know, just like, you know, what's her name? Uh. Emma Watson, mm-hmm. you know she basically getting that Disney money with Beauty and the Beast and all that that she's done too. I haven't seen her do much anything lately after that though. Yeah, she's kind of been on the download lately. So it'll be happening soon. She'll be getting naked like Eva Green soon. <laughs> <laughs> Her career will be in the tank. She'll have to get naked. Get get naked. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah, that was those are my movies that I saw. That's your movies. Uh. Yeah, pretty much. I will be watching The Black Widow here this coming Saturday. So you're not going to be at the party? The Black Widow's early during the day. It's like 11 o'clock. So it's a party? No. Most of the party's in the afternoon. Well, it's in the afternoon, but still. Yeah, the movie will be over by the time the party starts. The movie will be over by, we we'll figure, by one something. Your party doesn't start to like three or four, I thought. Nah, uh, I thought it was, because uh, I know it's supposed to end at five. No, your mom said, well, the mom said it's going to start till maybe a little bit later. Sent me about one or two. I, I thought she said something like that time when we were there early just now. I have to reconfirm, but I, I, I told her I'd be there after the party. I mean, after the movie. After the movie. Yeah. So, yeah, we're definitely going to show. Got to come eat some sausage and brisket, some, some chicken and some cake. Yeah. And some... <laughs> <laughs> uh, other than that, that's about it. So, uh, uh, hopefully we can get Eric here to do a, a show with us. That'd be interesting. <laughs> and so... Anything else you got to bring? You got your last, your final thought or anything? I'm going to let Braden have my final thought since he had the opening line. I see what's your final thought for the show, Braden. You can't put me on the spot like that. I don't know what my final thought should be. I'm just scrolling through iFunny right now. It's all about family. There's <laughs> yeah, too much family in iFunny right now. I need to go back to the old days. <laughs> my final thought is fuck if, Twitter. <laughs> if you see corn, do you pick it? Or do you plant it? 
I usually eat it. That, that is true. Yeah, <laughs> you would. We've seen. <laughs> no, my, you know, I don't know if I have a final thought, but since we've been talking about it a lot, I'm just going to go ahead and say this. You know, we've been making a joke, you know, Dominic Toretto, it's all about family. You know, I, I don't, I don't, I know everything about my father. You know? <laughs> but, you know, it really is. I mean, all the memes, all the jokes, whatever it is, you know, that wasn't really his family. Those are friends. But for us, it is all about family. You know, family here, family there, you know. But everybody else, fuck them. <laughs> and fuck Twitter. That's all I got to say. I see you. You can't see me. I'm just like John Cena in Fast 9. <laughs> I'm going into space. Still wondering what Dom's brother looks like. Oh, because you haven't seen him? Yeah, I can't find him. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I'm your boy, Big One. I'm Rick Rizzo. We out. Bob family. Well, you know what, guys? That's a hell of a show. And if you really love listening to us, you can catch us everywhere. You can catch us on our radio stations, Beyond the Dawn Radio. You can catch us on WBLZ Media slash Iconic Radio. You can catch us on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, and Anchor. We're everywhere, peeps. Thank you for joining us. Thinking shit through one podcast at a time. (laughs) 